0: Regardless of what happens on Sunday, a Goliath is going down in the AFC playoff put picture.
1: Hey, this is Bills Vader, and you're now listening to the Wandering Buffalo Podcast with your hosts, Andrew and
0: Justin. May the Bills be with you. Go Bills. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wandering Buffalo Podcast, a show here on the Built-in Buffalo Network. Uh, Real quick, right off the bat, shout out Bills Vader for that fresh intro. We really appreciate your contribution uh, to the podcast. Uh, We got some more, you know, unique super fan intros on the way, so be on the lookout for that but uh, just you know obviously bills vader iconic fan love everything that you do and much like him and the rest of us we are so stoked about going into the divisional round now it's against the kansas city chiefs and that's what this podcast is all about we're gonna try our best to break down this episode into four segments we'll start with stats Then after that, we'll talk about the Chiefs' season under review, kind of like a, you know, just an overview of what it really looked like. After that, we'll talk about injuries and matchup potentials. And then after that, we'll give our predictions and just our ending thoughts and our overall feelings of this game. But, you know, before we get into the episode... I'm, of course, here with my co-host Justin Goddard. Uh, he took over the Monday episode for me, thankfully, because I had no voice because I was at that playoff game in Orchard Park on Saturday, and it was amazing. But uh, Justin, thanks for covering for me, and how are you doing?
1: I'm great. Um, I'm glad to have you back in the fold here. i i like uh, I like having you to bounce ideas off of, and you know sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little crazy and you put me back on my path and vice versa so glad <laughs> glad to have have both of us in the fold for tonight's show and uh, be able to talk about this huge game coming up
0: absolutely so it's the divisional round we're going to Arrowhead Stadium, and as always, we started off with statistics so Justin, in the pregame <laughs> show here, you had you told me you had no idea where the Chiefs were statistically, but so I'll just kind of give you underhand tossed. Where do you think the Bills are currently in total offense, passing offense, and rushing offense? So three, three, total offense. Give me your answer over there. Passing offense and then rush offense.
1: Uh total offense. I would say probably about five uh passing three and rushing i'll say six
0: that's pretty good and i do want to preface these statistics with these are the regular season stats i had the option to do post season snaps but that would have just been only one game which the bills clearly would be at the top of everything (laughs) because they just destroyed the patriots really um, not to, not to take anything away from the Chiefs because they really did kind of dismantle the Steelers too, but uh, the the landslide was the Bills' win was a bigger landslide. But Justin, very close total offense. The Bills are fifth, passing offense they're tenth, and then rushing offense they're sixth, respectively for the Chiefs. Where do you think their total offenses, their passing offenses, and their rushing offenses?
1: Um, So if we're going over the course of the full regular season, uh, I feel like they're a little bit lower in a couple categories because they did have a rocky start. Um, Total offense, I'll say seven. Um, Passing, I would put them, let's call that five. And rushing offense, I'd say like 18, 19
0: what was the total offense that you gave again i'm sorry i believe i said five not not bad so the chiefs are the third rank total offense uh passing offense they're fifth no surprise there that they, they'd be high up because that's that they got a lot of speed at those uh the wide receiver positions and we'll get into that later and then rushing they're 16th so Damn. right in the middle Justin. not bad not bad do those numbers from the Chiefs kind of surprise you by any means? Or is anything that jumps out to you that you want to talk about? Um, Not really. I mean,
1: I feel like in particular total offense and passing offense, I, I, I would put them typically, I would be guessing, like in the top two. But like I said, they did have a little bit of a weird rocky start to the season. Um, but, you know, they kind of have that high-end talent with – uh, Mahomes and you're talking Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey um, that are just matchup nightmares. And it seems like one or the other or both are going off in any given week. And then they have some of the ancillary weapons um, and, and rushing is right around where, where I predicted it. I've, I feel like there's kind of similar to the bills there. If you take, you know, Josh Allen's running out of it because Mahomes doesn't run like Allen. Um, but kind of where they're more predicated on the pass um, and the running is sprinkled in I I feel like it's similar numbers if you take Josh Allen out to like what
0: the actual running back production is for the Chiefs. True and I'll go I'll take this a step further or maybe in a different direction the one thing that kind of jumps out at, at me is that these numbers are fairly similar right we're talking about Fifth total offense versus the third. Uh, the first number is the Bills. Uh, Bills tenth right, passing offense. Chiefs fifth. That's probably the, the big, second biggest gap. And the largest gap is the running statistics, where Bills are ranked sixth and the Chiefs are sixteenth. What I get, what I got from that is that this sounds a little weird for me at least, is that the Bills are more balanced on offense. It would appear and ideally you would want to make the Chiefs run the ball take the ball out of Patrick Mahone's hands but the bills implored that tactic last year twice and it didn't really work out so I'm not really sure that that necessarily is the way to go but this year we we already saw them go an arrowhead arrowhead and win so I, I feel like they're better equipped this time around, and the run defense definitely seem, seems like it's on the uprise with uh, you know Harrison Phillips and Star Tule starting to play better, and Harrison Phillips is literally god tier right now. But speaking of defense, let's transition over to those statistics. Justin, where do you think the Bills' total defense, pass defense, and rush defense currently lie after 18 weeks?
1: Uh, Overall, one. Mm -hmm. Um, Passing defense, one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And rush defense, put it about, call it eight.
0: Okay. It's one, one, and 13th. So, not bad. Not bad. Bills are, uh, you know, obviously this comes to no surprise that the Bills' rushing defense is not as great, but uh, definitely better than previous years. (laughs) I'll, I'll leave it at that. So now same question for the Chiefs, total defense, pass defense, and rush defense.
1: So this is, so this was when we were talking pre-show and I'm like, I have no idea where I'd put the Chiefs on numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like their defense, like statistically on paper, isn't very good, but they have like that opportunistic streak to them. Um, kind of like the bend but don't break and capitalize on turnovers and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I'll put them at 10. Uh, passing defense, go 12. And rush defense, 7.
0: Okay. See, They're all wrong. <laughs> yes, they are all wrong. So total defense, 27th. Pass defense, 27th. Rush defense, 21st so the you know what what jumps out of the page for you with those statistics i'll go first the bills balance attack looks like the perfect kind of formula to combat the kansas city chiefs personally um now you gotta think about that front four that they have mainly chris jones in the middle. I uh, don't know if they're going to kick him outside or keep him in the middle but uh he's he's the one piece that I that really really scares me in on that Chiefs defense obviously Tyron Matthew and uh Legarius can make a play or two and he's definitely outperformed where his draft where he was drafted from but uh in general the defense statistically at a whole years you know after 18 weeks isn't that great? So, what 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 jumps out of the what jumps out to you with those statistics?
1: Uh, so, kind of all of it jumps out to me, and this is, I kind of felt like I was guessing high for for some of their statistics there, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's also kind of like what I alluded to, where you know their their defense really hasn't been all that great the whole time we've been seeing you know Patrick Mahomes and. All those mm-hmm. weapons and and that team going deep into the playoffs, um, but they their offense is so good that their defense gets gets these opportunities to capitalize, and so I guess I'm uh, I didn't really consider the fact that a lot of those games end up being shootouts, so they are still allowing you know a ton of yards and a ton of points, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think I think what's kind of lost in the statistics here a little bit is based on how their offense plays, their defense is kind of able to play complementary football, where mm-hmm. even if they give up 400 yards, if they're able to turn the ball over one, two times and give it back to the offense, uh, more often than not, that's that's turning into points. Um, so mm-hmm. huge defensive advantage for the Bills on paper, um, but I think it is something to be mindful of, of that opportunistic nature of, of Kansas City's defense and it not being quite as skewed as it, as it appears.
0: I'm glad that you brought that up about turnovers and whatnot because that brings me to my next statistics, and that's just the turnover differentials. Right now, the Bills are plus 8. Where do you think the Chiefs are?
1: Uh,
0: Again, Bills are plus 8
1: believe that leads the league right Mm -mm. i'll say the chiefs are plus 10
0: plus four plus okay so plus four and turnover differential not you know fantastic but you definitely they're definitely not on the negative side of that statistic which is you know better than nothing (laughs) (laughs) um so let's move on to the last statistics here and these are the money downs the third and fourth down where do you think the Bills are and the Chiefs are when it comes to third down offense? Um,
1: I'd say they're both top ten. I'll put the I'll put the Bills at nine and the Chiefs at eight. I feel like they got to be pretty close
0: there. That you know, when you take the difference, that's very close. But uh, placement wise, you're a little off. So <laughs> the Bills are third on third down conversions and the Chiefs are number one okay Okay. now let's transition to third down defense where do you think the Bills are and where do you think the Chiefs are on third down defense
1: I feel like I did this before and I I thought the Bills were better here than they actually were so Mm -hmm. put the Bills 12 and based on all the other numbers you gave me for Kansas City's defense I have to assume they're not great on third down so I'm gonna say
0: 17 for them bills are first on third down defense and <sighs> the not chiefs, a stats guy <laughs> and the chiefs are eighth on third down defense so even though the overall statistics say you know the chiefs are 27th overall uh 27th against the pass and 21st against the run they're pretty good on the one third down defense but how do they fare on fourth down offense and fourth down defense Where do you think the Bills and Chiefs are with their fourth down offenses? I'll give you a hint. This is the one where you were like, oh, I thought the Bills would be better here.
1: I I was just, I was thinking that and I was like, nope, that was because I was thinking of the Patriots (laughs) defense last week. Um, I'll go Bills 13th and I'm guessing the Chiefs are pretty up there. I'll say Chiefs 6. Bills
0: are 21st
1: fire everybody
0: chiefs are 26th yeah so you know again total offense five and three bills chiefs respectively with those numbers yet on fourth down bills are 21st and then fourth down the chiefs are 26th on offense where do you think their defense lies with the fourth down defense. Sorry. Bill's
1: fourth down defense is not good. <laughs> um I'll say Bill's fourth down defense twenty second. Chiefs
0: <sighs>
1: Chiefs ten.
0: You are correct about the Bills um defense not being good. Oh,
1: I thought and, I got the exact
0: number. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's I don't think you that's had what a one thirty two shot. <laughs> uh so the bills fourth down defense ranks 26th and the chiefs fourth down defense ranks 31st nice they Let's are go for every fourth not down. good on fourth down defense so after hearing all these statistics where where do you personally feel like how do you, does your confidence level go up down where where are you personally um, so I'd say I'd, I'd probably
1: be staying about where I was before mm-hmm. hearing all the stats. And that's kind of, if the Bills play the game, they played against the Patriots and they're able to consistently move the ball. And, um, Josh Allen's playing at that super high level. I, I think the defense is good as they've been this year. Um, we'll keep the other team. In check enough to be able to take out pretty much anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what I know and what I've seen from this Chiefs team over the past few years is they're the type of team. And you just mentioned it with um, like fourth down conversion or third down conversions, and that mm-hmm. offense. they're even if you get them in a hole, they're they can be down, but they're never really out of it, and they can kind of explode and go on these runs um, out of anywhere. So I think my overarching theme through the s- statistics here is kind of the Bills just have to go out there and play their brand of football that we've seen all year, um, keep the balance of the run pass game, um, try to get off the field on third down, and and just kind of maintain possession. And much, much like the Patriots game plan would is typically going against the Bills. Try to keep Mahomes on the sideline
0: as much as you can. All right. Let's move on to the second segment here. And that's just kind of like the Chiefs' season in review. So I got ESPN up here. And I am looking at the Chiefs' first seven games. They go three and four. Okay. They play the Browns, Ravens, Chargers, Eagles uh Washington football team and then the Titans. They go 3 and 4 in that. They lose they lose to uh the Ravens, the Chargers, the Bills as we all know, and then the Titans. After that, they go 9 and 1. They just and they just go through this ripper. Of a streak. So they beat the Giants, the Packers, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Steelers. They lose to the Bengals on that really weird kind of fourth down penalty thing, and then the Bengals are able to kick a field goal. And then the Broncos. They finish the year off by winning against the Broncos. The I think what we can take away from this, at least for me personally, what I take away from this is that the Chiefs started off kind of weird, almost like how the Bills did, right? They were – they, the Bills lost their first game to the Steelers, and then, you know, Josh Allen was kind of like, you know, kind of left and right, up and down. We – Things weren't really clicking, and if I'm being honest, from a 30,000-foot view, that kind of looks like what has happened here with the Chiefs through the first seven games. But then after that, it seems like everything was starting to click, and oh, who, who didn't see this coming? The Chiefs started re- stacking wins, breaking the breaks-off teams, and it started to show. However... Do you personally think that maybe the Chiefs have peaked too soon? Are they going through this win streak too soon?
1: I mean, so for me a lot a lot to do with having success in the playoffs is kind of what you're getting out of the getting hot at the right time. Um mm-hmm. I can't say that I think the peaks uh, the Chiefs peak too soon though cuz I I feel like right now they're like coming into their form, and that that nine and one streak that they're on um was just kind of their regular brand of football starting starting to click. Um, what scares me most with the chiefs coming up this week is they're they look so comfortable and they look like they're like actually playing football, like they're out there having fun. they're they got Travis Kelsey throwing throwing slants and Mahomes is out running routes and they're doing all this like really creative stuff and these underhand throws. And, and to me, this looks like, you know, some, some wrinkles that you put into a playbook when the players are like, Oh, this would be fun. And you try it out in practice and put it in the back of the book and you never actually pull it out. Um, but the chiefs actually do this stuff and like, you know, how much fun they have practicing that. And, you know. How bad they want to run it when they get in a game situation, mm-hmm. and and that to me doesn't speak to peaking too early or like having already peaked. That to me is like they hit the peak and they're like, oh, we can maintain this pretty easily. Let's go have some fun with it. Um, so I, I think they are dangerous in that respect. That if you let them hang in a game or or like it's it's close throughout or they're up they're going to start doing some of that really weird creative stuff that that they do that's either like a terrible mistake or a really wild successful play that scores seven.
0: Yeah, and let me just get a little more granular with their with those last 10 games. So, I would say these wins and you can't pick who you play against, but you got to look at the, the who they played, right? so and again i'm not taking anything away from them because they won and you you can't you can't change that (laughs) and they deserve that w so they beat the giants no biggie they beat the raiders who have a terrible defense and we saw made an early exit out of the playoffs Uh, and to be quite frank they needed a, a jacksonville jaguars team to beat the colts team in order to make it to the playoffs so i don't necessarily think at that time uh, when they beat the Raiders it really was the Raiders at their best point considering the weird season that the Raiders had they beat the Raiders again the Steelers and then the Broncos twice so eh, they also beat the Packers the Cowboys and then the Chargers and we know that they lost to the Bengals So those are, I would say there's definitely some quality wins in there as well. But, you know, some, well, people might point at those and poke holes at their record, but they could easily do that with the Bills and the last four games that we had. We had the Panthers, the Patriots, the um, Jets, and the Falcons. So it is what it is. And before we wrap, wrap up this segment... Where do you think the Bills and Chiefs lie on in point differential?
1: Um, I think the I'm going to say Bills are number one, Mm -hmm. and Chiefs, I'll
0: say, I'll say seven. Chiefs are fifth at 116. So they, you know, when they win, they they win. You know, there there's There's no nothing to really compare that to. But the you are correct. The Bills are number one at 194. So when the Bills win, they really are quite literally beating teams down. It's like we're either going to destroy you or we're going to lose the close game. And us as Bills fans know what that's like. But, uh, you know. There's more to the to teams than point differentials, statistics, and just kind of season's overview. Uh, so we got to talk about injuries and just our personal matchups that we got to talk about uh, ahead of this divisional round game. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Bill's Vader. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Justin and I are going to wrap up this episode. Uh, so we're going to start off by talking about injuries and just you know, matchups that maybe the Bills should watch out for. And I'll start with the injuries, and this is courtesy of ESPN. I'm looking on their website right now, and it's January 18th. Right? Oh, just to update. So uh, Perfect. (laughs) So we got two defensive linemen on the list. Number one, Eli Anku, out. Just out. And that's weird because... I don't think he even played. He got called up to the Patriots game, but he didn't dress. So I wonder what happened to him. Maybe an injury during practice. Not really privy to that. But other than that, it's Mario Addison. He had that shoulder injury uh, and he's listed as questionable. So pretty healthy for the Bills. But on the other side of the coin, the Chiefs are pretty healthy too. Rashad Fenton is questionable, the cornerback, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back, also questionable. I suspect that both of those players will play. Um, I think Mario Addison might play. Uh, it. I think the worst thing that could have happened to him was maybe a dislocated shoulder, and then they popped it back in, which probably didn't feel super great, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, in general, teams looking pretty healthy, and... Yeah, so we should get a full slate of of action from all depths of the positions here on on Sunday.
1: Yeah, what's really impressive here to me is both of these teams being as healthy as they as they are, um, especially with the extra week of the regular season. Um, the one the one I don't want to leave off here though is Trey White. You know, he's not showing up oh, on course. the injury report because he's done for the year um but as far as my opinion goes um this passing defense hasn't really missed a beat since he went down um but also i think i've talked about this in the past like we haven't faced the most um i guess firepower offenses like really quality caliber quarterbacks since he went down and i think this is going to be a huge test for for the secondary and and kind of a good um, road marker for for where we stand in, at the cornerback position going into the offseason um, and the rest right. of the postseason um, I you know all, all these teams that we've played you know it is NFL level quarterbacks it's not to say that we just played a bunch of slouches um, but you know a Patrick Mahomes is a whole nother level um, thus far we've seen you know, this. like a Zach Wilson. Yeah. yeah. And I gotcha. Thus far, we've seen kind of the scheme play out and, and the players doing their 111th, which is what this scheme is predicated on. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that shakes out uh, against a top yeah. level quarterback.
0: So I hear what you're saying, and I would argue that this team was tested and probably when probably they were tested probably at the worst time because the week right so what what happened the bills played i'm trying to remember the bill schedule right now I'll, I'll pull it up but the bills played against the saints lost Trey white after that the windy Monday night game against the Patriots. So the cornerbacks didn't get tested because Mac Jones, we all know only threw three times. The real test after that was when the bills were playing against the Buccaneers. I'd argue that they were already tested because at, at the time I remember at the recording, the bucks had the number one passing offense and just total offense in general, because I mean, realistically they had Gronk, they had Mike Evans, um, Chris Godwin, Perriman, Grayson. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think about it. Antonio Brown. I don't think he was playing at that. during that game, I don't think he was, but just in general, like that was a stacked wide receiver core that they faced against. And I, you know, the first half they didn't really do well, but then after that, they clamped down and I was really encouraged by that. Now, the chiefs and Bucks wide receiver cores are different and you're right. This will be another test for this, you know, inexperienced secondary specifically. I'm looking at you, Dane Jackson, cause you, 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 you kind of got shoved into the starting lineup due to injury and you're playing pretty well in my opinion. But, uh, this, this will be a, a real test because these guys can just outrun you. You could play the perfect coverage and they can just quite literally run by your face and go like, yeah, that was good, but you just can't catch me. So, definitely a, a matchup that is going to be huge for this game. And the one matchup I'm interested in seeing, well, there's two. I don't think that the linebackers for the Chiefs are necessarily good. I think that they're okay. So... In my head, if we can get a wide receiver or tight end, I'm looking at you, Knox, to draw coverage from one of those linebackers, I think that will be very favorable and we should see a big day from Knox. I also think that this, I think Steve Spagnolo is going to send the house, probably throw the kitchen at Josh Allen. They didn't, the Patriots didn't really do that in this last game uh i i watched the highlights and it just looked like they were playing shell and they didn't really send send a lot of pressure towards josh allen and we're probably going to see a lot more of that so i I don't know if you want to add to any of those matchups before we move on to the last last segment here
1: yeah just uh a game like this is where i i'm encouraged with kind of seeing josh allen's um growth on the taking the profits and you know, we we see him in some games kind of move away from that, and um, some games where he takes pretty much everything that's given to him. Um, I, I think this is a game where, you know, the Chiefs are going to be out there trying to score, and if you get down, you know, seven ten points, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's important to to stay on the script and um, that development of the run game being more productive and getting the running backs involved in the passing game and the tight ends. Um, I mm-hmm. think this is a big game for for those types of plays to really shine through. Um, because you like you said, they they don't have world beaters at linebacker. Um and you know, those simple plays where we see Mackenzie and Singletary get the ball and if they can make one man miss, which they're really good at, they're skirting up the sideline for another ten, fifteen yards. So I think mm-hmm. I think that's a huge should be a huge focus for this game.
0: Yeah, they might put Tyron Matthew on Knox, and then then who who do you have covered the slot, right? I I don't I don't necessarily know. Shall so uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of chess pieces in this matchup, and with that we're gonna go into the final segment here, and that's just predictions and just leftover thoughts really. So I guess I'll start. One thing that I am really nervous about is that the Chiefs' cornerbacks like to hold receivers a lot. They really do. And I think what the Bills did in this in their earlier matchup is kind of take a page out of their book and do that to the Chiefs. (laughs) And you saw early on there were a lot of illegal contacts against the Bills, but eventually it seemed like the refs might have swallowed their whistle because they were like, all right, let's get the game going. Let's get the game going. Not to mention this is the playoffs. I think that the refs are more likely to just say whatever just let them play unless it's something really really egregious right and we saw multiple holding calls that could have been you know flagged against the uh, during the last afc championship game but it didn't happen i got my eye on chris jones because he was a big problem on the interior against uh, john feliciano and he got punched in the head <laughs> and it that wasn't a great day Okafor also had a pretty good day, if I'm not mistaken. The Bills should definitely test the run. Just statistically, the, the Chiefs aren't that great, and Devin Singletary is looking real good as that bell count back. And then, lastly, for my prediction, I'm going to say Bills win. I, I felt nervous about the Patriots game, and I'm nervous for all of these games. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I per, I really do think that the Bills are a way more complete team at this point. And if they can play at that potential, there's no team that they can't beat. Regardless of what happens on Sunday, a Goliath is going down in the AFC playoff picture. So... It's kind of like, exercise your demons now, Bills, because if you beat the Chiefs, I really don't think there's a t- team on the other side of the brackets, whether that's the Bengals or the Titans, that can necessarily take you down. You go through the Chiefs, hey, who knows?
1: Yeah, f- so for me, this is this weekend is where the playoffs like really start to me. Um, we've seen since they've added that seventh playoff spot, the... Super wild card weekend. It it hasn't been much intrigue. You, you know you saw blowouts all over the place and I don't know about you. I liked them. Yeah, I liked them. It, it's fun. <laughs> it's a little more football, um, but it's kind of there's not a huge amount of surprises in that first weekend typically. Um, mm-hmm. So what, for, what are
0: you talking about? Hold on, hold on. You don't you didn't think the Cowboys losing in the first round was a surprise? uh me personally no <laughs> yeah no i didn't think that yeah. I'm, I'm being facetious okay i'm making I,
1: sure
0: yeah and i also didn't think the cardinals losing was a surprise either i i was telling my buddies and well you know we're getting off topic here but i never you know the cardinals were on an early rip but i was thinking to myself like this team's not this team's not it they're gonna get figured out and they did and they had they they had a really bad game yeah they never came so, back yeah. So, sorry to cut you off. Here, oh, you're, no, uh, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, kind of like you were mentioning, you know, a Goliath is going to go down this weekend. Th- this is where, for me, the the big the big dominoes start to fall, and it's it's really, you know, you can do whatever matchups you want. You know, this team's better at this. Blah blah blah. All that. Um, but what it really comes down to this time of the year is the execution. All mm-hmm. the teams that are here belong here, um, and I'm glad you brought up the officiating from from last year's Kansas City game too, um, because I think I think that's part of getting to this level and getting that playoff experience of seeing, you know, different different officiating groups are calling diff- games a little bit different, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think with another year of playoff experience, if if the game starts going like it did last year. I think you might see a little bit of a mind sh- uh, mindset shift on how our team plays, lining up to how the refs are calling the game. Um, but like you said, I, I agree. I got a Bills W here. Um, I had I had some weird concerns about the Patriots game, but when I look at that mm-hmm. one in hindsight, it went about how it should have gone. Um, yeah. The Chiefs. The Chiefs team. It's you know. It's a nice feather in the cap that we did beat them earlier in the season, um, but I don't want to. I don't want to hedge too much on that. They're a completely. They definitely
0: remember that too. Yeah,
1: and they're a completely different team now than they were then. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even expect a ton to transfer over from that game. I think this is basically two teams looking at each other for the first time this year. Um, right. I think we're gonna see some high-flying offense, and and I think the over-under on this game is like 55. I think it goes over that pretty easily. Um, Right. But I think think the Bills kind of check into that run game they were able to discover and including Josh Allen in that, um, some quarterback runs, some Singletary involved, and bring a little bit of balance to the offense um, Mm -hmm. and complement it with the defense and pull it out.
0: Right, so I'll kind of end on these predictors here. ESPN matchup predictor says that the Bills have a 52.1% chance of winning this game as opposed to the Chiefs, who have a 47.9%. When it comes to over-under, yeah, you're right, it's 55 points. Definitely going over. Put me down on that. And I'm not a money gambler person, but when I made these pre-show notes earlier in the day, The spread was, I've spread. Yeah, I'm not a gambler. Again, was two and a half Chiefs. Now it comes down to two, and essentially two and a half right off the bat. Like you get three, to my understanding, if you're the home team. So, right off the bat, when I was looking at this morning, it was clear, at least from what I was getting, that they they just don't know. They're just like basically pick a team. It could actually go either way. And the fact that it dropped another half point from when I wrote these notes to right now is more indicative of that. Uh, Not to mention the weather should be good. 37 degrees and cloudy according to uh, ECU Weather on ESPN. So who knows? It's it's a toss-up. Again, Justin and I are picking the Bills to win. I think that the Bills can absolutely go on a hot streak and they're already in one they just got to maintain it and they maintain a big one last year they were just one away from the dance and hey i i think that the bills learned their lesson last year in the playoffs and anything is possible so what is down for a bills w and i think that's going to wrap it up for this episode Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you like comment, subscribe and view our podcast. It would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Justin, any fond words for the listeners before we take off?
1: Uh, one note for the bills. If you're listening to this, anybody on the bills offense, let's, uh, keep that no punch streak going. Um, they have some dangerous returners on the chiefs and I don't want to play that game. So let's keep the no punts going. Um, if anybody ever wants to join the show, hit us up, ask us questions, anything like that. You can find me on any social medias at JGods twenty two.
0: Do you want me to pull up the return stats real quick? Let's do it. Do Wrap it up. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Since you since you brought it up, let me let me see. I know they got, got some here. dangerous
1: ones back there.
0: Yeah, isn't it Robinson who usually does it?
1: Uh they got a combination of Robinson and Pringle and they're like both four three speed
0: guys. Okay, let's go special teams returning. And they're doing postseason. We don't want postseason. We want regular season. We want that full scope. Returning, the Bills are eighth. Chiefs are tenth. Chiefs are tenth. Bills are eighth. And returning. Now let's go to the punting. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's uh that's where we really need to be. Bills are thirty first. Chiefs are eleventh. Eleventh and thirty uh, first. Kansas City definitely has the edge on punting, and then kicking. Let's see here. Bills are eleventh. Chiefs are twelfth. So. The biggest gap is punting. So, Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Please, dear God, Matt Hawk, ha- have a good game or just better yet, don't even punt at all. That'd be real good, personally. <laughs> and you can find me on most social media uh, accounts by searching up two Changs. Um, like I said, thanks for listening to this episode. We're on to the divisional round. We got that prime time. Sunday night matchup, well, I guess Sunday night, and I'll use quotations here, 6.30. So it should be a good one. Uh, I feel good, but uh, at the end of the day, there's only one thing to say, Justin. Go Go Bills. Bills.